0: welcome to luke's massive storytelling podcast thing whoa yeah here we go check it out now enjoy Hello and welcome to Luke's Massive Storytelling Podcast Thing. My name is Luke and this is my thing. Uh, I just want to quickly talk about the ads, oldie ads at the start and the end of the show that have just recently popped up. You might have heard them. Um, They're they're there simply to pay for the hosting. Before I was paying £7.50 a month to host the show and I didn't want to do that because I haven't got any money. (laughs) So I moved the show over to a new uh host called Acast, and there's these little ads that, that uh, at the start and the end of the show. And I don't mind them being there because I think they they sort of bookend the show. And I'd rather do that than have the the adverts inside the show. And a lot of hosts they do this thing where they uh, a lot of hosts on podcasts they do this thing where they um, start the show by saying, "Oh, by the way, I really love Squarespace and all these other brands." and then the show starts, and it sounds a little bit fake. I mean, Squarespace Space is pretty good, to be fair, but I don't know, I'd, I'd just rather have them outside the show rather than have the ads in the show and have me talking about them over and over and over. I have to quickly mention, Keith, the, the, the film we made last week. Um, It's sort of taken on a life of its own. It, it got picked up by Dig as the best show of the day, um, one of the days last week, and then that got quite a lot of views, and then it got consequently it got it got picked up by Vimeo as the Vimeo staff pick, which, which is is pretty big pretty big deal. I've always wanted to be a Vimeo staff pick. It's it's a it's a badge of honor, and since since it got picked by those guys, it's been getting crazy amounts of views. I think it's on about twenty five thousand a minute. Lots of people commenting and stuff, and it, it got me thinking about about. When you're making stuff like this, you never really know what's gonna what's really gonna take off and and what's just not going to it, it reminded me of when you when you're sort of skimming stones and you you know when you're down at the lake and you're throwing little stones in the river, some of the stones just bounce off the off the water and they sort of get bounce and they they bounce further and further and just go off into the distance and you think jesus christ that that was pretty good actually and then you get another one. And you you throw it and it's just it's just this disappointing kaplunk sound as it just goes straight into the water, and I think <laughs> I mean that's just the nature of what, what we do. We're just picking up stones and we're just throwing them. And maybe the longer we do this, the more stories we tell and the more stuff we make, we get better at, at throwing stones and trying to skim them, or maybe we get better at picking the stone to throw. I don't know, but but I don't know. I just feel like feel like Keith was a good stone. Speaking of the seven day story challenges, um this last week was the fourth seven day story challenge. I can't believe can't believe is it four? Yeah it's four. Um and I had a guy a lovely lovely dude called Ben Errington who got in touch and said he wanted to write a little crime story in seven days. And did he do it? Yeah, of course he did. Uh, it's a little story. It's called Die Pack. It's like a little crime thriller, bank robbery, little little cool little short story. It's about it's about thirty five pages or something like that. And it, you know, it's a nifty little book. I really think you should check it out. Let's let's catch up with him and, and see what he thought about it all. Die Pack is now available. So it is. How do, how does it feel to wow. have it out there?
1: Uh, it feels good. It does feel good. It feels, it feels a little bit strange, sort of
0: seeing it there on yeah. the. On the Amazon store, yeah. I just checked and it's number eleven in the noir category at the minute.
1: No way, is it?
0: Yeah, yeah. How do I check that? Um, just... Yeah, if you go to the the website, the page, yeah. Um, in like the description, like halfway down the page, it says what what categories you're ranking in. Oh, all right, I'm okay. currently number eleven in the noir category. No way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I kind of just threw a couple of sort of categorizations at it. Sort of like crime thriller noir, but I guess it kind of fits.
0: Yeah, that works. Yeah, I mean, um, I, d- I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the competition's like in those categories, but you seem to be doing pretty well. Have you had many many downloads yet, or how have you found that? Uh,
1: I've looked. I looked at the. I think there's been like thirty odd. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Because like, obviously, for the first day or so, it was it was on as um, like the 99 p price to be yeah. so people were paying for it. I think I had about ten. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, but that—that that was pretty before. Good. I, yeah, that was before I posted it anywhere like Reddit, and I've been going on some sort of um, Facebook groups. Yeah, I'm posting it as well, and since then I think yeah, there's been about another sort of twenty or so.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, cool. There's a website. I'm just gonna find it. Just one second. It's um basically a big list. Uh okay. okay so it's offermarketingclub.com. Um, if you go forward slash members forward slash submit dash your dash book i'll send you the link over now okay there's basically a big list of different Kindle promotion services that um that basically you sort of send them your link and yeah. um and say sort of how much it is how much the deals are it does take a bit of work you've got to do it in each individual service but this website is it just groups all those services together so you don't have to sort of have many different websites bookmarked. Um, oh, yeah. I'm opening so, the link now, yeah. So when you do um, a KDP promo, so when you go like free for five yeah. days or whatever, um, mm-hmm. it's worth spending an hour going through each of those websites and um, or each of those submission forms. And just because yeah. you never know, uh, it always seems to get quite a few. Um, I don't know, just it, it, it sort of throws a lot of traffic your way. And I'll that, do it. And that gets well, uh, you, that shoots you up the charts pretty quickly.
1: I'll dedicate some time to that tonight. I think.
0: Yeah, it can be a pain, like writing in the same thing over and over again, like the book description or whatever. But
1: yeah. Or yeah. if I just write it all into a document, i I like I Just copy it over, can I?
0: Yeah, but they all ask for it in a slightly different ways, and ah, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I def- that and Reddit, they're the two like big traffic generators. Have you have you found? Did you post the book to those links I sent you earlier?
1: Yeah, I did, I did. Thanks for that. Um I've never really I've never really used Reddit before, so it's all a bit of a, a learning curve for me. I was a bit confused by it, but I posted it on one link and then the other time it told me that I was posting too much, even though it was only like the second time.
0: Yeah, you can't because it's it's worried that you're gonna spam everyone. <laughs> yeah. So you sort of course. have to wait ten minutes, I think, between.
1: Yeah. That's understandable, I guess.
0: But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll spend some time sort of doing that tonight. It's because... understandable, but when you actually really want to spam people, it's quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's
1: so frustrating. Let me yeah. spam you.
0: Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, man. No, I, I think, I think you should be proud. I mean, it's, it's a cool little book. Are you, are you happy with it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do feel a little bit proud. I mean, it, I was a bit sort of unsure because yeah. I think obviously, as I explained to you before, I've never really done anything like this. I've never published something online or, or, or other in ebook format. Um, so I was a bit unsure. And also, like, I think, as I told you before, not many people read my stuff. So it's not like there's always that tiny little bit of doubt. I don't know where you think, is this all right? Is this good? I mean, I think it's good, but are other people going to enjoy it? Yeah. So,
0: I don't mean but something I've realized is that like you are not the best judge of your own work like some okay. things that I've made that I thought were really pants like like been responded to quite responded to quite well and ever stuff yeah. that I was really proud of just no one no one gave a oh, crap. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that's
1: why I feel a little bit apprehensive about feeling pride of something because there is that yeah. little bit of doubt going know, am I feeling proud of this just because I've completed something And also because it was done in seven days, like that's really, that's not a natural way for me to work. Yeah. So to do it and get it out there in seven days felt unnatural. And I think that was why that doubt was
0: there. Yeah. So would you normally spend a lot longer, do you think?
1: Yeah, Yeah. too long. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Yeah. I'd sit on stuff for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I've got stuff I'm sitting on now that may not see the light of day.
0: Yeah. I, (laughs) I think. I think it's good to get. I mean, to get this first one out there to sort of get over, get over that publishing like hump, because yeah. if you, I don't know, there's it, like, there's a bit of a fear to it, and I think once you've done it once, it doesn't feel quite as bad the next time. So yeah, you feel I, sorry. I think before I quite
1: literally had no idea how to do it anyway. Yeah. So obviously, your help and guidance, has kind of helped me look a bit more into it, do my own research. Yeah. Um, So it is. It has helped. So now that I've got that knowledge, I may feel more more inclined to to sort of publish something if this is the way to do it. Yeah. Um, Whereas before, obviously, I thought, oh well, I could I could finish this and then I might send it to my friends, but I don't really know how else to get out there. I think I always thought that just publishing an ebook, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of time. No, That's what.
0: it was. Yeah, I I see it very similar to how you know, as an indie band or an indie filmmaker will put like a short film or you know put an EP online. Yeah, I, I think it's very similar to that. Like I don't really see that much. It of a is. Difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah, but obviously I would have had to have learned that somehow. So I'm glad it's been this way, really. Yeah. Because now I've got that knowledge and I can take that take that forward when I'm working on new stuff and. Hopefully, because I mean, I know a few people who who, who like writing as well. Yeah. Uh, someone messaged I was chatting to someone on Facebook today actually, and they said, "Oh, I've, I've been writing something for years, and I've never even thought about publishing it. Now yeah. it'd be good, good to sort of have at least I've got that tiny little bit of knowledge to go. Well, this is how I did it. Yeah. Maybe you could do it as well.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think like publishing is a different act to writing. Like, yeah. it's almost like a completely different. Different skill set altogether. So you can you can like spend years writing and never actually have anyone read it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So the book, the story's about what? Seven thousand words did it end up? I think it was
1: seven thousand, seven, maybe seven and a half thousand. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I did about four thousand of that, almost in in probably like one, maybe two sittings.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I was going to ask because, I mean. <laughs> You pretty much know the word word count like in the first, like straight away. Is that Was that the plan, plan from the beginning? Or no, no, it,
1: it it really wasn't. But I kind of like throughout the day, I was like jotting down little story beats and I was I was jotting down little scenes and then for some reason I thought, oh yeah, maybe this could go in this order and then by the time I got around to writing it, I had so much to get down. Yeah. By the time I'd sort of written for a, a couple of hours, I think it may have been, that I sort of got to that. Well, obviously on and off, but... Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I felt a little bit like I maybe. Oh no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it too fast.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I I can't write that fast. Or how how long were you sat down for in that in that one sitting for that four thousand words? I
1: don't know <laughs> I was probably doing other stuff at the same yeah. time. So I, I wouldn't just sit down and write constantly for the amount of time. I'd write for a bit and then I'd do something else. i watch something, listen to something. And, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe. A few hours, a few hours, because it was kind of like one of the. It was the only evening I knew I was completely, completely free. Oh, I see.
0: Yeah, I didn't have an, yeah. anything
1: else to tackle, so I thought get get as much of it down as possible. Obviously, that can be bad sometimes because you feel like you're kind of like forcing it out. But
0: yeah, it seems it seems to flow. That's good. Uh, I mean, I I struggle <laughs> to to do it in one big sitting. I tend to have to like go right twenty minutes on. Yeah, I'll give myself a five minute break. Another twenty. It was definitely a one off.
1: It was definitely a one off. I don't, (laughs) I don't think I'd want to do do that again. I think because after that, I kind of did take it in smaller, smaller chunks, and I did spend a little bit more time reading it as well. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So, um, you made the cover. Like, did you make the cover in the first night, or because RB sent you sent me over the cover quite early on?
1: Yeah, I kind of had it. Uh. I kind of had it from, from a while back. Yeah. Um, I, it was kind of called something else, but basically I had an idea for, for writing, I wanted to write a short story mm. about, a, about a bank robbery. And I thought, wouldn't it be good if it was kind of like centralized around this die pack going off in the money? And before I like, I hadn't even written a word, but I kind of thought, oh, this might be quite a good image of like the sort of splatter of the pink ink and then the name of the book in the middle of it. Yeah. And I kind of had that. So I, I'd had that for a little while. This was where like the, very, beginning ideas for the story were sort of in my head. Um, obviously was hard, I did, I had, I had hardly anything, but yeah, that was when I had it. But I still edited it a little bit and yeah, and sort of had the layout and stuff. But yeah, do you think having, on...
0: having that cover like helped with the story? Because sometimes I find as, as weird as yeah. it sounds, just having an image.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I tend to. I always feel like that. I, if, whenever I write something, I always tend to have some piece of imagery first like um i've kind of been i've kind of been writing a book but way before i even had the book uh, way before i even started writing the book i was sort of working on it in graphic novel format oh okay yeah so i was working with an artist um from the philippines um his name's nino Cajion. Cool. uh and i was working with him this was, this was years and years ago but he it was all the visuals and I thought this is a bigger story than this. I can I can kind of feel it. I kind of want to write a book. And it was those visuals that kind of set me off. Yeah. It, I find it I find it like a really easy place to start. As so if I create something or see something that I think this is going to be the visual for it.
0: Yeah, and then it I sort of, sort of helps off. you because I when I when I was reading the book, i I felt like I could sort of see that imagery as well as I was reading it. Yeah. And, and then I just had like little pink like splatter. Yeah, it sort of helped me as well. I could sort of see how, as you were writing it, you probably had that image in your head as well. Yeah, yeah. I agree, definitely.
1: It did, you, definitely definitely helped.
0: Were you listening to like, music or anything else as, as you were writing? Or
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. I listened to quite a lot of different stuff, actually. Um, I listened to the Departed soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's Howard Shore who yeah. uh, writes that. It's got loads of good like guitars in it and loads of real like because it's kind of it's kind of set in the sort of under crime underworld sort of type thing and it kind of gave me that I was kind of thinking about the characters that like Jack Nicholson and uh Leonardo DiCaprio were playing and that helped me and then yeah sorry go on
0: so did you cast your main characters like did you have like I always do that yeah do you okay so who did you have as your two your two lead characters
1: okay main dude yeah, uh, the detective Vincent Keller is Tim Roth.
0: Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: So in my head, he was Tim Roth, um, sort of.
0: Have you ever seen like um... the, the the face thing with the light when he detects people's lying?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know
0: what it's called now, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I think it's called "Lie to
1: Me." Lie... Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I've yeah. Never... it sounds silly. I've never, I ever, ever watched an episode, <laughs> but just from some of the imagery I've seen of him in that. And I mean, I love him and stuff like um, *Reservoir Dogs* and uh, *Pop Fiction*. Yeah. I kind, of, I kind of imagined him as sort of having this sort of like lank, greasy hair in his face, and like a like a sort of wrinkled, grizzled face, like all sort of tan from the sun. Yeah, yeah. Um, constantly sweaty, I imagined him. For some reason.
0: Okay, so um, Tim Ruff as as the detective. And- the detective,
1: yeah. Um, and then the the criminal dude. I had a guy called Michael Pitt Michael in mind. Pitt. I don't know if you've seen Boardwalk Empire. Uh, yeah, the dude with the sort of shaved shaved sides of his hair, and he's got really long hair on the top. And remember him? He was kind of like yeah. Steve Buscemi's the young sort of pro- protege. Oh uh, right,
0: yeah, um, yeah. Oh okay,
1: cool. Because he's got, quite, I imagine him because he's got quite like a baby face.
0: Yeah,
1: he's a bit sort of like lanky, and he kind of looks. There's something strangely sinister about him.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Even yeah. even though. Even though I don't think this character was supposed to be sinister in any way, <laughs> it was kind of like I wanted my protagonist to kind of be like the bad guy. Yeah, and my antagonist to be essentially a good
0: guy. Yeah, I think that comes through, especially towards the end. Like with the, I don't want to give anything away, but the regret. Yeah, yeah he definitely he's definitely not
1: so much a bad person. I don't think. Yeah, he's kind of just good at good at being a criminal but um yeah, yeah it's not like he wants to hurt anyone essentially whereas whereas the main character is just kind of a little bit of a bad bad person yeah yeah but i think he's trying he's kind of like on this he's kind of like trying to at least be on the straight and narrow at this point he's trying to like leave sort of certain things behind and sort of get on with his career and his family even though everything's kind of going wrong
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, <laughs> This is still this bit that kind of like drags him drags him back in.
0: I'll tell you one thing I normally find really hard to write is you know the product description on the Amazon page. Yeah. How that normally takes me just as long as writing the book sometimes. Yeah. So how did you how did you find that? <clears throat> um, I
1: didn't really think about it too much. Oh, I kind okay. of just used I kind of just used a couple of lines I'd already written. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of think it's all right. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe nice you need fine. to find yeah. Look. It's kind of like a just a brief description of it. I mean, yeah, that's no, cool. You, do, you think, do you think it's worth putting like a quote on there from what anyone said? Um, it's up to you. I mean, because you, cause you said grim, gruesome,
0: <laughs> and kind
1: of fun, which I which I liked. I I, I like that. Obviously, kind of words, but
0: yeah, you could put that. I mean, I know I know a lot of people who do put. I think I've even done it. Uh, put like the Amazon review quotes in the product description. Yeah, just because that's what people see is they, is they go on there. Yeah. Um one it's thing one. sorry. Sorry. I was just gonna say one thing I think it might be worth adding is um some sort of call to action at the end of the book. Okay. Because um so let's say someone reads it and they really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like like random Kindle readers will probably just move on to the next book. But if you've got something there that says right at the end says go to this website or sign up to this mailing list you'll probably be able to yeah. like catch them or you know like this Facebook page catch them for when you write the next book or, or if you do write yeah, the next book What's yes. a good idea
1: is it fairly easy to sort of edit and just re-upload the file
0: yeah I mean I guess um, because because I did the compiling I think I'll probably have to do it but if you can get a hold of Scrivener I mean you can do it in Word but it's yeah. just a lot more complicated for some reason and yeah. and you tend to find I need, that it, I need
1: to do it really don't I <laughs>
0: you tend to find that <laughs> 'Cause when I compiled on Word before, it, it looks great on some devices, but then on others it's just uh it, it just sort of I don't know, distorts and like um the the words sort of and the letters all get mixed up and it's ended up for me getting like a one star review because because it, it didn't work properly for some for some Kindle reader. A one star uh, review? Yeah, and the, the, the one star review was just i downloaded it, it didn't it didn't work on my Kindle. And no. that was just because I'd done it on on Word rather than uh that's something like it.
1: That's not deserving of a one-star review. Sure, <laughs> I don't know. Well, feels, feels really harsh.
0: I, I don't mind. I mean, <laughs> it, it made me buy Scribner. All <laughs> so, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: How much did you pay for Scribner? Uh, 30, It's about thirty pound or something. Yeah,
1: I think I think you said that on a previous podcast. Yeah,
0: I think you can still use that code. So if you use the code Storyteller. You'll still get a discount for like five. All oh, right. Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to invest because obviously I wouldn't want it to come to a point where I keep going. Yeah. Look, could you just do this for me? <laughs> no, <Hey>. fine, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind, but um, yeah, no, I do. I do appreciate all the all the help and everything. It's been because, as I said, before, like I'm really, really new to it. I really didn't know much about anything, <laughs> anything to do with publishing books. So you've helped you've helped me a lot. It's been uh, it's been
0: awesome. So there you go. Please go check out Die Pack. I'll put a link in the show notes. It is it is really it's a really cool little book, so I, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, going forward, if you've got any questions for me on publishing, marketing, coming up with ideas, whatever, you can tweet me at, at LukeOfCondor, that's K-O-N-D-O-R, uh, and I'll, I'll answer the questions on the show, or if I don't know the answer, I'll find somebody who does. Also, if you haven't reviewed the show yet, um, you, you've got to go and give it a five-star 5 star rating in iTunes, it just helps helps the show to rank and helps people find the show and uh, I, I just like them, to be fair, I just really like them, cool, okay, I'll talk to you soon